Pittsburgh Steelers fans, welcome back to another Mike Tomlin press conference podcast. I'm Jeff Hartman, co-editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, and we're back to finally having press conferences on Tuesday, but it's another short week for the Pittsburgh Steelers as they're coming off their first defeat of the 2020 regular season. They are now 11-1 after that 23-17 to loss to the Washington football team at Heinz Field in Week 13, and it doesn't get any easier. Short week, they got to travel in Week 14. They're going up to a tough place to play in Buffalo to play the Red Hot Buffalo Bills. It's not going to be an easy task. And of course, Mike Tomlin had a lot of questions to answer in this press conference. Uh, I will go ahead and say that wherever you're listening to this podcast, make sure you follow us. If you are just finding this podcast, go to any wherever you get your podcasts, search Steelers or Behind the Steel Curtain and subscribe or follow. Do whatever you have to do so that you don't miss a thing. And as always, BehindTheSteelCurtain.com should be your one-stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers, let's get right into the podcast that breaks down everything that Mike Tomlin said. He always starts off with a quick summation of the previous game, and this is the first time he's dealt with a loss. Talking about the Washington game, he said he he just he had one quote. He said, there's a quote that says, if you can't get a yard, you don't deserve to win. And he said that multiple times. He referenced the goal line stand that he labeled as catastrophic when they couldn't get in the goal line. They had six opportunities and failed on all of them. He said the run game has to own it. He said that, that to be a legitimate unit, to be a legit unit, they have to be able to absorb, quote unquote, irregularities, meaning injuries, you know, people going on the COVID reserve list, and they have to be able to keep going. Uh, he said basically they were less dominant on third downs. And he even mentioned defensively, talking about some plays on the defensive side of the ball, uh, mainly that third and 16 surrendered in the third quarter on the opening drive for Washington. He specifically talked about that, and he said, obviously, this is a defense that thrives on turnovers, and they weren't able to get a single one on Monday. If you can't get a yard, you don't deserve to win. That was what Mike Tomlin said, and boy, was that true, as he recapped the Washington game on Monday. Now, he did talk about injuries. That's something he always does during these press conferences. There was some good, there was some bad, and there was some, meh, I don't know. So first and foremost, Robert Spillane's knee injury is what everyone wants to talk about. Uh, If you saw on Twitter, Jeremy Fowler of ESPN, senior writer for ESPN, used to cover the Steelers for ESPN. He went on his verified Twitter account and said that, according to his sources, Spillane's injury is not a season-ending injury. He is going to miss some time, but he should be able to return. I guess that's good news, but Mike Tomlin did not echo that statement, said that they're still being evaluated. They have no real news on Spillane yet. We'll have to take a wait-and-see approach here and take that Fowler report with a grain of salt. He did say that Joe Hayden suffered a concussion in the game on Monday. Therefore, he's going to have to go through the NFL strict concussion protocol before he's able to return to the field. Anyone that knows concussion protocol knows that that is not something that you just breeze through. Typically, it takes about a week. It is rare, especially for a Monday night game, for a player to be cleared to play the following Sunday. Not saying it's impossible. It's rare for a player to be cleared to play on Sunday night the following week, so that's not good for the Steelers' secondary. Chris Boswell, who missed the game because of a hip injury, he was asked about Boswell's hip and whether he thinks he'll be able to be back. He said he's hopeful that he'll start the process of working his way back. I think that after watching Matthew Wright, who did a good job with extra points, he did make a short field goal, but if you can't trust your kicker to make a 45-yarder in the NFL – that's a problem. They, they need Chris Boswell back in a big way. 
Uh, other injury notes, uh, Steven Nelson, who missed the game on Monday with a knee injury. They, They're looking forward to getting Steven back on the practice field. And he has, a chance, he has a chance to return against the Bills. If Hayden's out, having Nelson will be huge. Absolutely huge. Because ultimately, if you miss one of them, you can typically, okay, Cameron Sutton can stand tall uh, opposite. However, if you're missing both, that is not a recipe for success. We'll put it that way. He also mentioned that James Conner and Marquise Pouncey should be off the COVID reserve list and working their way back. So unless there's some type of setback or something along those lines, or they're not physically ready yet, they should be rejoining the team this week as they prepare for week 14. He then went on to talk about the Buffalo Bills, the next opponent. He started with the offense. He said it all stems from Josh Allen. Talked about his mobility, how he's a big-time challenge. He's a big quarterback with a big arm. Um, he he will he'll tuck and run. He'll they have design runs. He's rushed for a lot of touchdowns this season. He said that he Allen gives their offense balance. He talked about the acquisition of Stefan Diggs, Cole Beasley from the slot, the running the running backs and Singletary and Moss. He said, but really, he always we brought it back to the same person. It all stems from Josh Allen. He said that Josh Allen is basically the straw which serves their drink. They need to make sure they keep him in the pocket and do their best to defend against one of a very unique, I would say a very unique weapon in the National Football League. Defensively, said they have a great four-down group. Uh, They play a lot of players up front. He did mention Edmonds, the linebacker. He's an all-down linebacker, can play the pass and the run very well. Talked about Tredavious White. He said he's been red hot recently. I think he has four or five interceptions this, uh, in the last month. And he said they, he had a significant game in 2019 against the Steelers where he had two interceptions. He knows what kind of game record he can be. They're going to have to make sure they know where he is at all times. As In terms of the Steelers preparing for the Bills, he said that the Steelers are going to get a good plan together with the players they have available, and they're going to see what they, they're made of, essentially. He he basically said it's it's now where they get to see what kind of guts this team has coming off of their first loss. So then it got into the Q&A portion of the press conference where Tomlin's first question was about physicality. Tomlin said that the Steelers haven't been physical enough, especially in key moments. That's offensively, especially offensively short yardage and defensively. He was asked about if there would be a change in procedure or with play calling philosophy Some people might take this as him saying that the play calling duties might change up. I did not take it that as such. He said that everything's up for discussion right now in terms of the way that they approach the offense, because it's just not working. He said they're looking for fluidity. He said it's a, you know, they're looking for the the most solid group and quote unquote, he said, it pisses me off when he thinks about how the Steelers have struggled offensively the past few weeks. Uh, Someone brought up a question was asked about the running backs out of the backfield after McKissick just basically had 10, he had 10 catches for 70 yards on Monday against the Steelers out of the backfield. They had zero answers for him. They, they said, will you be prepared for that in Buffalo? He said, look, we have to be prepared to see more of that in Buffalo because not only do the Steelers need to tackle better, they couldn't stop it. And so you can expect any other team that they play to do similar things. Why? because it works. So they're going to do it until someone stops it. So until the Steelers actually go out and prove that the the running back out of the backfield is not going to be an issue, 
other teams are going to mimic that. It's it's a copycat league, period. Uh, he was asked about the, you know, with mentioning the tackling better with limited practice because of the schedule changes and short weeks and things of that nature, three games in 12 days, and also the limited ability to practice hitting. Does he see that as an issue with the team's physicality and their ability to tackle better? And Mike Tomlin said it, you know, they have plenty of experience in that regard. He mentioned preseason early in the season that they they tackle and they practice everything that 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 question just addressed. However, he said they have to draw from that well. Just because they're on short weeks is not an excuse. Other teams have to do it as well. But it is true. That is a fact that the Steelers are not getting a ton of time to practice some of these things that obviously need to be rectified. The big question on everyone's mind when they think about the offense and the issues they had are the drops. The Steelers have a case of the drops. They've had it now for the several weeks, mainly players like Eric Ebron and Deontay Johnson, even though Juju Smith had a big Smith Schuster had a big drop on Monday on a third. And I want to say it was a third and 15, maybe would have been a first down is a clean drop. He said that honestly, either they catch the ball or they get replaced with someone who will. And that's a really strong statement from the head coach. He typically shies away from making those type of uh, declarations, but there it was. He said, this is a pattern, and if if they're going to be a part of that pattern, they're going to see less opportunities. So consider that maybe a shot across the bow of someone like Ebron or especially Deontay Johnson. I say Deontay Johnson over Ebron because Ebron is one of two tight ends. So even if Ebron can't catch the ball, maybe they don't throw it his way as much, but he's probably still going to play. Deontay Johnson, there is someone like James Washington who's waiting for an opportunity to see increased passes thrown his way. Maybe they start to increase his snap counts. Uh, we'll, we'll see. But Mike Tomlin, not happy with the drops. Why would he be? Now, a lot of people, when they look at the running game of the Steelers, which has struggled so much, they say, just put Derek Watt in there. And you know, in certain situations, that's justifiable. He said he's less concerned. This is Tomlin. He's less concerned about personnel. He's more concerned about the results. So he really doesn't care who's out there. They just need the results. When it's fourth and goal, whether Watts out there or not, execute the play and get the touchdown, period. And so he kept on being asked about the run game. And he said, look, I could talk about minutia. I could give you whatever you want. And you could go back and look at these. And he said, it's just not good enough, period. The blocking's not good enough. The runners aren't good enough. The coaching's not good enough. It's just not good enough. And the last question that he fielded before they called it a press conference was about the end of the half, the debacle that happened where Alex Smith runs off the field with the football. The officials have no ball to place for them to try to get a kickoff. Instead of seeing that the Washington quarterback ran off the field with their own football and saying, you have no time left. They decided to stop the clock, give them more time, and allow them to kick a field goal to make it 14 to three heading into halftime rather than 14 to nothing. Mike Tomlin said, quote, I knew they were wrong. End quote. He said he wasn't about to get into, he wasn't going to say anything that was going to get him fined. But Tomlin said he knew they were wrong the whole time. But at this point, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? That's it. That was a wrap from Mike Tomlin's press conference tomorrow, Wednesday will be the first reported practice injury. I'll be back with an injury report podcast Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday this week as the Steelers get back to playing on a Sunday, hopefully, knock on wood. And make sure that you follow us for all of our podcasts, including my live mic. Live mic was this morning. 
but also my Let's Ride podcast, which is Monday, Wednesday, Friday mornings. So wherever you get your podcast, make sure you follow us. As always, be safe, be kind, and God bless. Go Steelers. We'll see you next time.